Well, before we start this episode, I want to uh, list uh, some of the sponsors that helped us provide this. Uh, we've got Jeff Shipley, who's running for a house seat in Van Buren, Jefferson, and ha uh, the southern half of Henry County. We've got Helena Hayes. She's running for half of Mahaska County, Keokuk County, and a couple northern tier counties or townships in Jefferson County. We've got Helmuth Ford of Sigourney, Iowa, Washington Discount Tires. Beyond Beautiful Benches, Richland, Iowa, Smithburg, Auto, Fairfield, Iowa, LC's Kitchen.net, author John Bain, who's written the book Christie's Jury, The Beat Goes On, that's available anywhere books are sold, his Facebook page, and The Village on the Square in Washington, Iowa. Jefferson County Real Estate, Jeff Alexander, and Corwin Henshaw, Henshaw Trailer Sales. Uh, we're on Patreon, so you can get you, we have a merch store, you can get coffee cups or t-shirts to wear to the ball games uh, or drink coffee while you're listening to Round Guy Radio. But uh, we've got a great week of, of, uh, of shows for you, so thanks for listening and on with the show. Well, welcome back. And it's game day, so we must be talking to Hunter Muller. As we do Friday, Hunter Muller of the Southeast Iowa Union, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me, Dave. Well, it's at least for the little schools, the last week of the year. Uh, yep. What are the matchups that uh, your paper's covering this week? Well, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll start with uh, the big schools, usually start with them. So, um, you know, look at, looking ahead here, uh, this week there's probably no bigger matchup than uh, – uh, Fairfield taking on Washington. Obviously, um, you know, the postseason, uh, you know, this is a big uh, postseason determiner here. You know, looking at the uh, at the um, at the district, um, you know, Fairfield comes in. They, they lost to Solon last week. Uh, they're sitting at third right uh, – basically sitting at third right now. Grinnell and Solon are at the top. But, you know, uh, Solon, I believe, uh, takes on Grinnell this week. So, uh, you know, so it has yet to be stopped. So we'll see what will happen in that one. Um, but uh, Washington kind of got that huge win last week late against Keokuk, and that kind of kept their postseason hopes alive. Uh, right now, Fairfield's 4-3 and three overall, uh, and then uh, they're 2-1 and one in district play. And then um, Washington's 3-4 and four overall, 1-2. and two. But, you know, looking at this, this is going to tie them up here. And if you look who they've got left, obviously Fairfield's got Grinnell, and then uh, Washington's got West Burlington. So, you know, you'd like to say that Washington has the easier matchup there just with, with what West Burlington brings. You know, they're down, injured, things like that. So, um, you know, if Washington takes this, they kind of have the edge to, to earn that spot. So this is, you know, out of the big schools, there's nothing bigger than these. Yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a good one. So where's this game at tonight? Uh, this game will be in Washington. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's tough to go to Washington and play. Uh, these two, these two have a rivalry, and Washington's kind of had their number. It seems like so in oh. recent years. So we'll see what happens. Well, Scott and I talk about this, and uh, if you don't mind, uh, I, I'd like to uh, treat you like a hostile witness and uh, ask you one question: Convince yeah. me how Fairfield can beat Washington, because I'm having a hard time believing it. How can Fairfield beat Washington? Yes. How can they go to Washington? Well and win this game when Washington has had their number for a number of numbers? Well, you know, the biggest, you know, if you look at, you know, the kind of two teams, I would say for Washington, if you're looking at, you're looking at Fairfield standpoint, Washington has been kind of susceptible uh, to the passing game this year. 
and you know that's what Fairfield's kind of been able to do well uh, these last couple of weeks and um you know for me you know Fairfield or Washington has a pretty good defense as well as Fairfield but uh um you're, if you're looking at Washington they just gotta they gotta get that offense clicking and it's gonna be interesting to see how they fare up against that that Trojan squad that's you know played pretty well and you look at last week I mean Fairfield didn't didn't play too well or didn't play did play pretty well against Solon there uh and um, you know, if I'm looking at Fairfield, obviously they, they haven't had, you know, kind of a, a main running back in the backfield. And, um, you know, I kind of said a miles back if he went down with an injury, I don't know if he's going to be good to go this week, but, uh, Tate Allen, the quarterbacks had to have, you know, some more kind of designated, uh, quarterback runs. Um, you know, for me in this one, it's going to be, if Washington can slow the uh, Fairfield pass game, that's been, you know, pretty good while also slowing down Tate Allen, cause he's been pretty stellar, uh, you know, all those, uh, quarterback uh, design on those QB design runs. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be for Fairfield is if they can keep that, that run game kind of going with Tate Allen back there, if they have somebody else that can, you know, step up in the running back position. And then, you know, Washington is going to have to kind of find a way to limit that because that opens up the passing game. And, uh, you know, and obviously there's Max Whedon over there. Uh, uh, and, you know, teams try to key on them and it's going to be, you know, if they try to key on him, it's going to be if the other Fairfield receivers can step up. So, I mean, there's a couple different factors, but um, if you're Fairfield, I mean, these last couple of weeks, you know, you've been playing pretty well. I, I would just say keep doing what you're doing because, you know, Solon was a whole different animal than they've seen all season. So, um, yeah, for Washington, they just got to they got to get that get the get the ball rolling on offense while also trying to slow down that, that Fairfield uh uh, offense uh, featuring, you know, Max Whedon's and uh, Tate Allen, Talon Bates and Noda Hoskins and all those guys over there. So it should be a good, it should be a real good game. It always is when these two guys jump. I'm liking what you're saying. Uh, the the thing about how they played against Sewell, and that makes a lot of sense. Uh, also, according to this RPI, uh, has Fairfield as the number 19 team in the state. Uh, and so in number nine. So I, I think, I think that's a fair way to assess how they played, you know, uh, a top 20 team playing a top 10 team. I thought that would be a, but I, I was impressed with the points they're putting on the board. I'm very impressed with this, uh, the over 600 yards receiving that, uh, 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 uh Max Wheaton's put up. And the, and the amount of touchdowns and and like you say the explosive play it looks good it would be almost uh if you look at the seasons on a whole you would uh, uh automatically think fairfield should be better it seemed like the smart money would be on fairfield but washington they had a big win last week and they got uh their season turned around and they're at home and they always beat fairfield so give me uh what, what do I got to look for this Washington team? What do they got to do to get a victory here? Well, uh, you know, that's kind of the thing is, um, you know, we, we talked about their defenses, you know, kept them in games, things like that. But that offense is, you know, they've, they've struggled kind of, you know, throughout the season at times. And, um, you know, they've, they've played some close games. You know, they lost that, you know, that tight one to Grinnell late. Uh, you know, they, they ended up coming on the right end of uh, the end, um, last week, but, you know, um, looking at them, it's kind of, you know, it's just, I think it's from the offenses. I think the defense is, you know, is going to be fine as long as they can, you know, contain the, the passing attack of Fairfield and, 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 you know, things like that. And, um, but, uh, 
you know, for me, it's just can they can they get a get on a get kind of in a rhythm in my offensive end. So, you know, if they do that, you know, um, you know, I think these two teams are pretty evenly matched. Um, so, for me, it's kind of from an offensive standpoint if they can if they can get it going. Well, it's, describe what it's, it's called Case Field, right? Case Field, yep. Yeah. So, uh, well, how? I mean, come on now, how tough is it to go down there and get a win? Well, pretty tough. I mean, you know, last year, uh, you know, Washington got the better of them. Yeah, Fairfield, 17-14. Um, you know, but Casefield, you know, there's definitely, you know, there's definitely advantage playing at home, and Casefield's always rocking. They got a nice student section over there. Uh, they got, you know, big stands, and they're always packed. So um, it's definitely a hostile, hostile environment uh, for opposing teams to play out. So um, we'll see how Fairfield deals with that. But, you know, I'm sure Fairfield will bring a, bring a nice crowd as well. So. Uh, we'll see what we'll we'll see what happens between these two SEC teams, and uh, um, it should be should be a kind of playoff atmosphere. Well, these these cities probably been going at each other for a hundred years or so. Yeah, so, uh, it's going to be a good one. Uh, anyways, somebody trying to spam in there, but uh, uh, this is a great game. Uh, I, I got to think Casefield's worth at least seven seven points, ain't it? Well, you, you would think so, you know, the with the environment they have. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see what will happen. But, uh, you know, it's going to be determined on the field, obviously. And, you know, a fan base will, you know, always have, uh, has a little, you know, like they like to say a 12th man out there. But uh, um, we'll, we'll see if uh, Washington can pull it out or, if, you know, Fairfield will kind of pull away. And then, obviously, they, we still got one week to go. So, and I think it happened in that last week as well. But, uh, you know, Washington pulls out this, like I said, they kind of have a, if you want to look at, you know, opponents, they probably have an easier road uh, going up against West Burlington in their final final game of the season. So, well, um, I talked yep. it over with you. I talked it over with Scotty, and uh, I, I, I'm getting some inspiration from the from Case Field itself. So, Case is 24. Here's my prediction: Washington Demons. If you want to win this game, you score more than 24 points to do it. You're not going to be able to score less than 24 points into it, so that's that's uh that's right down to the number uh, prediction, I guess. All right, we'll be looking for 24 tonight. We'll be seeing if they get to that 24 and what happens then. 24 is what it is. You got to break that number. So what 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 else we got? Yeah, we'll just kind of run through here. Obviously, uh, you know, wrapping up the big schools here. We've got uh, you know. Uh, um, Mount Pleasant heading to Clinton. Uh, we'll just kind of run through this. Obviously, Mount Pleasant, Clinton, both at the, the bottom of their district. Mount Pleasant still looking for that first win. You know, this is kind of a um, this is kind of, you know they've got a, a big battle next next week against a real tough North Scott uh, team. Um, you know, looking looking at this, this is probably Mount Pleasant's you know last shot to, to pull out pull out a win on the season. Um, you know, North Scott's right up there with uh, Iowa City Liberty, and you know Iowa City Liberty. I'm handled Mount Pleasant pretty well. So, uh, um, you know, look yeah. at this one. If you're Mount Pleasant, you're just trying to end that season. Uh, you know, get, get a, get a win on the season, feeling good about yourself. Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to be a tough one to head up to Clinton. Obviously it always is for the Panthers, but, uh, um, you know, a real good shot for them, uh, to pull up that first win. Obviously they came up just short last week against, against Burlington. So, um, if you're Mount Pleasant, you're just hoping to get, uh, do enough to pull out a win there up, up in Clinton. Well, well, Scotty Melvin says that this team is on a roll. They're all inspired. 
and they are going to go up there and put it on this uh, Clinton team. At least that's what I think he said. I don't really remember. But, uh, yeah, that's what he said. And uh, uh, I was kind of thinking Clinton was going to win this at home. So you could be the tiebreaker. At least give me a scenario. What, what about Mount Pleasant? And, and, and did they really put it together last week? And are they dangerous and a big threat to go up here and put it to a, a, a Clinton team? Well, you know, for Mount Pleasant all year, it's been obviously they've had, you know, a great offensive attack. And, um, you know, the defense was able to do enough against Burlington to at least, you know, keep them in that. Uh, you know, at least give them a chance there late. Obviously, Mount Pleasant could have won it. Uh, they hit that two-point conversion late. But, uh, <laughs> you know, got to give credit to Burlington made a great defensive play. They swapped the ball down at the end and kind of end their hopes of winning that one or getting a chance to win at it. But, you know, for Mount Pleasant, it's, it's you know, they got to – you know, it's been all season, like I mentioned, it's kind of the defense. Offenses, you know, prevailed and uh, shown out. But, you know, for me, if I'm looking at this one, it's going to be how is Mount Pleasant's defense going to handle the Clinton. I, I believe Clinton's got a pretty good quarterback. Um, so it's going to be, you know, how can they slow the River Kings down while also, you know, putting it together like they have all season on offense. Um, if they if they have it going de- defensively, this is could for sure be a win for Mount Pleasant first of the season. And, um, you know, you're feeling good, uh, you know, going up against a a tough North Scott team uh, next week. So uh, well, we'll, we'll see what, what Mount Pleasant does. Well, I'll tell you what. I've seen uh, – I saw uh, quite a bit of Clinton play against Burlington and Clinton play against Fort Madison. And I'll give you some hope here. Uh, they turn the ball over a little bit or a lot sometimes. Yep. So uh, I, I would think that would have to be part of the equation for Mount Pleasant to, to come out on top here. But, uh, you know – I mean, Burlington scored a bunch of points on them. Fort Madison beat them 14 to 13, you know. They can grind and they can score with you. Right. Uh, it's going to be a pretty great game, but I, I'm, I'm really pulling for Mount Pleasant here. And, and boy, I hope they they, they get it because they deserve it, especially after the way they played last week. Boy, they about shocked the world, didn't they? Yeah, that would have been, you know, a huge win. And I don't think, you know, you know, many, many people probably outside, you know, of Mount Pleasant area and, um, you know, around, around Mount Pleasant area, you know, gave him a shot uh, against the Greyhounds because, you know, the Greyhounds, um, you know, played some really close games. And, you know, Mount Pleasant kind of showed what they're capable capable of last week. And, you know, they get they get another shot here, uh, um, you know, to pull out, pull out a win. Yeah, that's going to be uh, – I've been, I've been uh, screaming into my microphone about their passing game. And, uh, and uh, you know, it showed, it showed itself again in that last game, didn't it? Yeah, it did. They're going to need. They're going to need more of it because you know it's been working all season. So, uh, you know, if they they keep that rolling, while also, you know, getting the answers, maybe getting a couple turnovers on defense, and at least uh, you know slowing them down, slowing uh, Clinton down on defense. You know, they could they they could for sure you know kind of got to be like a matchup like last week. You know, I I expect this game to be a close one, kind of like last week because Burlington and Clinton are pretty similar. Um, so, you know, if they do what they did la- last week, but just kind of make one more play or have one more drive go the other way, you know, this could very well be a Mount Pleasant win. Well, uh, it's either noon here in <laughs> Richland, Iowa, or there's a tornado. Uh, <laughs> but as long as the house stays still, we'll keep broadcasting. Uh, it is noon. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else we got? I guess that's a good yeah. segue as we can. Yeah, we'll we'll jump uh, into the uh, small schools here, and we can just kind of run through these because – 
Um, you know, some some of these teams are kind of out of the playoff picture, but you know, still got some matchups, still get chances to win. Uh, probably the biggest team or biggest game of the uh, biggest game of the week that I know you're looking forward to is we got Auburnette at Columbus. Uh, this is a district title on the line. Um, it doesn't get much bigger than this, and this should be a uh, this should be a slugfest, barn burner, back and forth. Um, and that's when, at least that's what everyone's expecting. Yeah, well, uh, Columbus and Albert, what can you say, man? This is the, the game of the century. You know? Yeah, seems like it. <laughs> I mean, at least the century, you know, it's just 22 years old, but this has uh, got to be up there, hasn't it? Yeah, this has got to be, you know, one of the, one of the bigger games, uh, at least in the past couple of years, obviously. You know, I haven't. You know, I've been working here. I mean, I met, I started working here after last year's football season, so I wasn't really paying attention to high school football. In fact, that goes in, in school and things like that. But, um, you know, for me so far, this is definitely, you know, one of the biggest games I'm going to see uh, in, the, in the football sphere. Well, we are uh, – we are. I don't know what the weight limit is at the press box, but uh, I'm going to test it out. I'm sure the press box is going to be packed too. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people <laughs> in there. I'm, I'm going to bring some dip though. That's how I, I'm going to try to see if they'll let, let me in and be nice yeah, to me. Yeah, uh, Yeah, I got a, uh, a sponsor, Elsie'sKitchen.com, and uh, it's got the best dips, you know. So I thought I would take some of these with me, you know, and hopefully it'll help me make a few friends, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make a few friends. <laughs> so I, I lost. Yeah, I mean, this is the – this is – I mean, these are two trains colliding. This yep. is for everything. This is for the district title right here. First place, second place. The second team will get a chance to, to, to make it to the playoffs, but that other team will be in the driver's seat. And uh, uh, it's almost like an appearance at the state tournament's almost on the line here. What do you think? Yeah, you know, I'd have to agree. And if you're looking at, you know, both teams, it's going to be Auburnette trying to slow down the uh, Columbus rushing attack that no one's been able to do. And then if you're looking at Columbus, it's going to be having to slow down the um, – the overnet passing attack, which, uh, you know, some teams have been able to do, but it's also uh, gave them an advantage and gave them a couple big wins on the season. Uh, so, you know, looking at that and then, you know, if uh, Columbus has to pass the ball, uh, um, you know, Jeffrey Hoback uh, has shown that he can. He hasn't done it a lot, but, um, you know, you never know. It might come down to that. We'll see, we'll see what will happen uh, tonight. But, you know, like I mentioned, it doesn't get any bigger than this, and it should be uh, one of the best games of the season. Well, uh, you know, like I say, it's just a running game, which normally you'd think ground and pound and game control, but their running game can score just as quick as uh, Albernet's passing game can. Well, yeah, you know, uh, you know, looking at looking at you know Columbus, once they've done so many, you know, I guess all season long, as you know, they might bust off a couple. Well, you know, I guess a couple sixteen-yard gains, things like that. You know, just sixteen yards or whatever. Um, but. Uh, then they'll just break it open for like a, you know, 60 yard touchdown, 40 yard touchdown. And, you know, so it's going to be interesting to see if it's going to be more of just, you know, they've done that ground and pound, but their ground and pound has also led to, you know, some big long touchdowns all season long. So it's going to be interesting to see if it's going to be more of those, you know, inch and five yards at a time or, you know, <clears throat> you know, even if you're getting, you know, as we kind of mentioned, you know, uh, uh, um, Kate Amagon is rushing for, you know, 16.7 yards of carry, even half that, you know, he's, you're still sitting good uh, first down every other time. So, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how much they're going to be gaining on the ground and if they have to kind of go to that passing game. But, uh, um, yeah, it, it's going to be, you know, for me, I'm just looking at that. At, 
at the run game and if it's going to be as um, you know, have as much success um, as they've had uh, thus far. So, well, I just got a delivery, uh, and I got some. Uh, here's a sample of some of the dips that I might be able to bring tonight. Farmers Market dip here again. This is Elsie's Kitchen.net roasted garlic, bell pepper, and uh, dip mix. What else we got here? Roasted garlic pepper dip. We've got some uh, cheesy bacon broccoli dip. Uh, oh, my gosh. There's so many of them. Well, anyway, yep. oh, there's Sounds one good. of my favorites, BLT mix. Uh, anyway, I, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, yeah. The greatest game in the history of mankind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was putting in a plug for uh, a little bit, one of my sponsors here. But anyway, uh, yeah, this is going to be a great game. I'm going to be there. You're going to be there. Uh, we got a lot of games to talk about, but here's the final word. If you're going, bring a chair because you just may not be any place to sit. Right. So, All right. Well, you know, we'll, we'll jump right into the next ones. Uh, you know, some of these games we can just kind of mention here quick because, you know, they're pretty one-sided. Uh, you know, we got number two Waco, a man at Tri-County. Um, you know, no one's been able to stop Waco thus far. Tri County, one and six. Uh, they've had a down year. I believe their uh, their starting uh, quarterback got injured. I, I think it's I think it's Tri County. Um, yeah. Waco should have no problem in this one. So, yes, yes. I don't have anything to say. You know, other than maybe yeah. God have mercy on their soul. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, you know, maybe maybe we should we could say that about any team that has to face Waco. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, jumping in the next one here, um, you know, Waco's first in that district, that eight-man district, New London, uh, second in that district. They're at HLV. This is another one, uh, the Tigers. Um, you know, they should should have no problem with a down HLV team. Um, this is kind of another one that, you know, New London kind of, you know, lo looking at this one, they, they should have kind of no problem with this HLV team, especially how they've been playing as of late. Well, uh New London specializes in being the team in the playoffs you don't want to play. Uh, this team is good, and I mean ridiculously good, and uh, nobody's going to be happy to draw them in the playoffs. And I know they're going to get at least a first-round first, first round home game, too. So Yep. Uh, they're going to do, you know, a running clock. What do you think? I mean – you know, looking at looking at what HLV's done, and you know, looking at how Newland is playing as of late, it wouldn't surprise me if they if it gets to that. But uh, um, you know, all in all, it should it should be Newland and should walk out with the win if you're looking at how how the uh, two seasons have fared up thus far. Well, uh, what else we got? Yeah, well, you know, this one's kind of you know got some playoff implications. We've got you know English Valley's at uh, Winfield Mount Union. Um, obviously, Winfield's in that top spot of the of the pools of you know teams that aren't at the top of their district. Um, you know, uh, English Valley's is down. Winfield's you know been one of the best teams. They just come out on the other on uh, kind of the wrong side of some tough games. Um, you know, losses to you know uh, uh, you know Waco and a lot of things like that. So, um, you know, I know you guys were talking about them having to win by uh, thirty four or something like that. It's actually yeah uh, they have to win by seventeen. So. If, we, if Winfield can pull out a win by 17 or more, uh, they should be that first team in the pool, and they'll be in the playoffs. So uh, this should be this should be kind of a uh, you know uh, an easy 17 point win. 
for down, uh, for Winfield, just how stout they are against a, a down English Valley's team. But uh, uh, you, you never know. So, you know, we'll see. But um, Winfield can take that first spot and get into the playoff um, out of that, that, that pool of teams there uh, if they win by 17 or more in this one. Well, I'm glad uh, uh, that Andy corrected that on that uh, Facebook live show you do that's so good because uh, uh, he mentioned Round Guy Radio on there. So much appreciated. Yeah. Much appreciated on this yeah. end, guys. Yeah, we were listening to your guys' uh, you and I beat the Round Guy on the way up uh, to our show. And, and you guys just kept saying 34, like, well, like 10 minutes straight. And Andy was like, oh, no. <laughs> Well, look, the stuff changes all the time, and it's hard to keep up with. And I kind of yeah. remember, uh, I didn't, you know, I mean, I knew there was, I knew there was a thing about certain points, but I didn't know if there was a total amount of points or something that they had to score. But right. uh, you know, but there's a lot of tiebreakers. Uh, I do know that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it's hard to keep up with all that stuff. But I still think there's a good opportunity for an at-large bid here. Uh, providing they get this win, and this is not going to be as easy, you know, th- this English Valley team's not going to lay down, and uh, I've seen so, them play play pretty well uh, when they're not playing, you know, the great teams of the division. Yeah, I mean, well, they played, I believe they played, if I remember right, they played New London pretty close for uh, for maybe that first quarter uh, when they when those two went together, but New London ended up winning big in that one, but uh, um, you know, I wouldn't take English Valley's lightly, because they've had, you know, the program they've had. They've had a great program over there for years. So, um, you know, there may be a down year, but you don't want to take anybody lightly. Well, I, I could see them being getting that 17 points, you know. They yeah. could, I mean, they, they could – I mean, they're a team that can light the scoreboard up, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I think uh, – I think uh, uh, they're probably, you know, kind of keyed up to get back in the win column. And I, I'm sure they, they want to do everything they can within their power to get into the playoffs. And I think uh, uh, I think Iowa Valley still has to play Lone Tree, which ain't going to be no gimme for them either. So, uh, nope. so yeah, there's you know everybody's got to do do their part to get into the into the playoff. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to keep hope alive, as they say. Exactly. <laughs> well, but, uh, jumping you know ahead here, we've got uh, Highland uh, at Pekin. Yeah, this is kind of a – I mean, there are some kind of scenarios where Pekin could win this, although I'm not sure their head-to-head matchup with Wapolo would matter. But, I mean, I had it explained to me where if it was even like a three-point win for Pekin could put them into the last spot. Yeah, well, you know, looking at this one, you know, Highlands play – you know, Highlands gotten better as the season. Obviously, uh, as the season's kind of progressed, you know, they, they're still searching for their first win. You know, uh, you know, Pekin's kind of been up and down. Uh, they played well at times and, you know, kind of let, um, you know, they've kind of had some closer games and, uh, or it kind of got, you know, kind of blown out when we kind of expected it to be a little closer. Um, you know, for me, this game, uh, you know, if you're Highland, you know, depending, you know, if Pekin kind of plays to their potential, we, you know, this could be a, very, a pretty good game between these two teams. Well, uh, they, Look, they just win this game, right? No matter how they do it, whether it's just a scratched out win or 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 they get a few touchdowns ahead, they'll be three and one at home this year. So that's big for Pekin. You know, yep. that'd be big. I mean, you could hang your hat on that pretty 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 proudly. Yep. But for Highland, this is it. Make no mistake about it. You know, 
Yeah. They're going no further. Yeah, and, you know, like if you're the Huskies, you know, looking at this one, uh, you got to come in, you know, thinking this is a winnable game. So, I mean, there's well, no other way to look at it. You know, even though you haven't, you haven't won, you played some tough teams. Obviously, we talked about their schedule. Um, but They played know, the you, toughest schedule of any team in all of high school football, I think, this year. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. East Buchanan <laughs> was on there, and I mean, crying. so uh, hopefully, this uh, this will be a fun game for for both sides to watch. Yeah, it should be a good one. Go ahead. All right. Next up, we've got a uh, you know, Pleasantville uh, at Cardinal. Um, you know, both of these teams are. Are uh, you know kind of kind of down the lower end of the district here? Um, you know, Cardinals still searching for this win uh, or for their first win. Um, you know, Pleasantville's uh, three and four overall, one and three in the in the district. Um, you know, if you're Cardinal, uh, you know uh, you're you're just trying to come in this one, uh, keep keep getting better, and pull out a win. Obviously, Pleasantville's been down, but they've played played some teams pretty uh, played some pretty good uh, football this year at times. Um, you know, I'm looking for Cardinal to kind of come in here and show that, uh, just just show that they've kind of gotten better as the season progressed, as the free season has progressed. And you never know; this could very well, you know, be Cardinal's first win, depending what Pleasantville team, uh, um, I guess, shows up to the field there uh, at Cardinal. Well, it's a home game. Uh, you know, everybody's dangerous at the end of the year. Look at Mount Pleasant. You know what I mean? Yep. You know. Uh, Scotty Melvin says that these guys are allowed to play an extra game too. Did you know that? Yeah, I think I think they can schedule something if they don't make it in because just as you know, like a. I think I heard something about that. I didn't know that at the beginning of the season, but I heard something about it. So. Uh, well, I mean, just yeah, what I what, what if a what if a Cardinal and an Bill Blakesburg scheduled another game? You know what I mean? So somebody get a win. You know. I mean, if I was, you know, if I was. You know, if I was like, you know, on any of these teams, I mean, as a high schooler, I mean, I wouldn't mind playing another game. Yeah, what, what's one? What? Why not? You know, why not play nine games instead of eight? But right, that's a that's a dream for next week, I guess. I might try to I might try to get on the phone and talk to some of these ads and see what I can get done there. You know, because uh, there's some more teams. I'll, I'll propose some matchups. You know, I'll good, look good. and see. Uh, See what we can get done. Yep. Next up, we've got uh, you know nothing really. Uh, well, I guess the the one big thing is for this game here, Sigourney Coda at Van Buren County. If Sigourney Coda pulls out a win here, they'll uh, stand alone at the top of the district. Uh, they'll be lone district champs. You know, either way, win or loss, they'll be um, you know uh, it'll be a share of district champs. Uh, if Pella Christian and Central Decatur. I can't remember. They, I don't remember if they might play each other. I can't remember if they do. Um, so, Bella Christian's 3-1, and one, you know, Central Decatur 3-1, and one, both losses to Sigourney Kyoto there in the district. But uh, a win here for Sigourney Kyoto will be will be at the top of the district, um, lone district champs. If they lose and one of those two teams win, they'll, uh, they'll share it. But, um, yeah. <laughs> of course, I guess they did beat the two teams, so I'm not sure if it's if – it's, uh, you know uh, the tiebreaker kind of there since they pull out a win. Uh, I can't remember if they they uh, you know take that into consideration. But um, you know looking at Van Buren, they've they're on a four game uh, slide. Obviously, Sigourney Coda is one of the hottest teams in the area. Um, you know looking at Sigourney, um, 
you know, no one's been able to slow the run game for against them yet. And Van Buren's kind of had trouble doing that. So, um, I, you know, it's probably this game's going to be in favor of Sigourney just how they've been playing. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, look, Van Buren's had a great season. Uh, I think they got pushed out of the playoffs last week. I know Pleasantville, or I think, has that last spot locked up. Uh, that would be kind of a good game. Uh, I'm kind of liking that game for Cardinal as a good challenge for them. Uh, but, you know, it's as close to a winnable game as they got left, which is the only yep. game they got left. Uh, yep. But uh, – uh, and the Van Buren, you know, I, I look, I mean, let's just face it, Sigourney Kyoto looks like a state-bound team to me. I mean, it's going to be – unless they had to play West Branch or something, then, then we're, we're talking something different. But I still yeah. would, wouldn't give them no chance at all against them. But I really think uh, uh, they're the – they're just nobody's playing like them, you know. Yep. That's the thing. They're playing tough. But what else we got? Yeah, we'll, we'll just run through. This is the last game here. Uh, we got Davis County at Mid-Prairie. Obviously, Mid-Prairie right now in that 2A uh, District 6 is uh, sitting in third. Um, behind, you know, uh, uh, you know, Williamsburg. We know Williamsburg is at Centerville. Um, you know, Mid Prairie, uh, you know, they're going to be in the playoff. Um, you know, they're playing uh, down Davis County team. Uh, this should be this should be a win for for the Golden Hawks, and they should, you know, solidify that, that third spot there um, uh, in the district. Well, Davis County actually had a pretty good season. Uh, the Grand had yeah. a, lot of, a lot of good. Uh, uh... Real close wins. They they, they impressed me. Close wins, yeah. You know, against uh, Van Buren. Games against Van Buren, and uh, it, yeah. it, it didn't. I never. I don't remember them just knocking the the, the pants off any of the teams, but grinding out a lot of wins. They're a very good, respectable team. I'll give them a, a puncher's chance in this one, but uh, uh, I think Mid Prairie is going to be uh, too much because there's too much on the line for Mid Prairie. They're wanting to hold that that number two spot. That or is it? The, it's three, three. The third, third uh, Center, spot there. Yeah, yeah, Centerville and Williamsburg are both three and zero, and I believe those two play each other. Well, so. Centerville really uh, uh, looked good against them last week. That was. Uh, I've been saying Centerville's a top ten team for quite a while, and uh, I believe they start fighting and starting to get some votes anyway. But. Yeah, and you know, and you know, looking at this district, if you're Mid Prairie, you know, there's some. You know, looking back. Uh, you know, they've had a pretty good season. They've lost a couple of close games, you know, uh, a couple of their losses against real good teams. Uh, Iowa City, Regina, obviously Williamsburg. Um, um, so a couple of good, a couple of great teams there, but, uh, you know, this is a great opportunity for them to, uh, um, you know, and, and they're kind of regular season strong and heading to playoffs with a, with a, with a good taste in their mouth, shall we say. Yeah. Well, and that's yeah. it. That's all we got. And that's all the, that's the, There'll be, there might be some more. There's, I mean, 3A, 4A, and 5A schools will play another game, but the playoffs yep. will start for the small schools. So uh, all I can say is where'd the time go? Yeah, it seemed like the year went by pretty quick, didn't it? It's a blink of an eye. Scotty and I were rolling into Martinsburg to see this doubleheader, and then we went to Kinnick Stadium, and then, gosh, I've been to a lot of – a lot of. I went to uh, see Mid Prairie, and I've been to Pekin, and going to Columbus. Uh you know, uh, a lot of good football, man. It's uh, I've seen so many games, and I'm sad that it's it's coming to the end. Yeah, you know, and then we'll be we'll be chatting each week about uh, you know the playoffs and who we think's gonna be advancing, and see see how many team how many of our teams from down here can can head up to Cedar Falls in the dome. 
Well, if you're with us, you're probably dizzy because we talked a lot for a long time. And uh, we're going to put you out of your misery right here by bringing this to a merciful end. But uh, <laughs> thanks for being with us. And thank you, Hunter, for being back on the show. Hey, thanks, man. Anytime.